This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The good old KP. You guys Kick know it's K- placer. Kick placer. Man, there's some absolute gold in some of these opens. Uh, I really enjoy listening to them, even though I look sound like an idiot half of the time. Yeah, you uh, we all sound like an idiot half of the you time. You didn't listen to yourself yesterday doing the EAS alert on the air, which is what I did when I went, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> That's right. That was really more a, More radio gold, if you will. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was something we could probably do without for about 14 years. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> Three oh, that seemed like a scene straight off of Dumb and Dumber right there. <laughs> you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> 301 on the clock. Tony Gwood Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scravey, John Rahm, man. He's he made, keeps he's on stalking. Charging. Man, charging really away. Charging. This guy, he's 600 today. He's on a heater. He's on a heater, yeah. He's 600 today, 10 under for the tournament. Sam Ryder holding steady at 12 under, but that shadow of John Rahm has become larger and larger. It's like, it's like Jaws. Two shots back, man. And he's, gonna, he's looking to That's win his what, third zone. straight tournament. I mean, no one's ever going to break that record, right? That's got to be one of the greatest records in sports history. Yes. Byron Nelson won 11 tournaments in a row. Yeah, I mean, that's probably that's, never going to happen again. The field no is too strong nowadays, I yeah. think. There's too but, much to happen. Yeah. Three in a row, I still think is pretty impressive if yeah. John Rahm can do that this week. Not weekend. many guys do three in a row these days. No. No. So... We'll keep an eye on the uh, goings-on at the Farmers Insurance on. Colin Morikawa has moved into third place. So, Scraby, I have gotten my wish, basically what's happened. Which after, I, is what I told you was going to happen After all two days all of all no all names, long. finally the names But that kind of, that kind of, I mean, you guys both get points on, on at the end of this because I think Chris's original point was he wanted to see leaders at the front early to keep him interested. Right. Right. And your point was, don't worry. They'll be there. They'll be there. So you guys are both kind of right because nobody was really, I mean, I wasn't interested until we started seeing names that I actually know on the big board, right? Yeah, that was kind of my point. So you you guys are, you guys both get points. We can both be right. These arguments that we've had. Two things can be true. These arguments that we've had this week probably took 10 years off my life. So I mean, I that's I, I think I, I think that's a a, a you thing. You got to con- you got to control oh, that a little bit, man. <laughs> they took they took no years off of my life, which is a good thing because I don't have that many years left. So that's that's important. All right, uh, Scraby does have uh, some gambling for us to do today. Let's get to it. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. 
you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris, and I know that there are going to be some crazy bets made over the weekend, so please gamble responsibly. Only bet money you can afford to lose. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's where it starts. I think... I may, if I go to a, a casino this weekend, I may put down a bet on the 49ers. We'll see. We'll Money see. line? Are you going to take the two and a half points? I'm going to take the points. Why? Because I... How I, happy are you going to be if you go to the window, you cash, let's say, a $100 win because the Eagles won by only one point? You're going to be depressed as all hell. You're right. I'm going all money line. Hell. No, he's right. I'm going money line. You might as well just bet the money line. Because the only Chris thing you're right. going to want to have is the 49ers win. You're you know, right. If they lose by one point, you're not going to be celebrating. I'm just going to rip up the money that I won and <laughs> throw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. That's was, probably what, mentally, that's probably what you will do. That's Eagles money. Yeah. But, so just bet uh, the money line. You can make more money if they win. Yeah. Please gamble responsibly, everybody. Now, San Jose State and San Diego State, they are playing tomorrow night, Viejas Arena, 6 p.m. There is no spread, so our in-house bookie, Chris, has made the spread for this game. Our in-house The Aztecs <laughs> are favored by 12 points. 12 points is my spread. Uh, San Jose State is... The reason for that is reputation. San Jose State's reputation is that they're not very good. They're actually quite a bit better than that this year. I think they were 500 last time I looked in the Mountain West Conference standings. So you obviously are going to take this, right? I'm going to take the Aztecs. I, I, I bet against them on Wednesday night, and Adam Seiko was uh, shot me out of yeah. the, uh, the winnings there. Totally. With a brilliant performance. But 12's a lot. 12 I think is that's a lot. about where the spread will be. We'll find out maybe later today what the official spread is. But I'm thinking about 12 for this game. Tony? I concur. All right. Indeed, he says. Indeed. Indeed, he concurs. Um, after what they did on... Was it Wednesday? Yeah. I'm going to say the Aztecs. They look pretty good. Aztecs are smoking right they now. They look pretty good. Now, for the 49ers and the Eagles this weekend, we're going to make our picks later. So we're going to do the total number of points in the game. Over, under 46 and a half points, Tony. That's a that's, that's about 23 piece. 20, uh, yeah, 20, like a 24-23 yeah, win. Would that would be go it. over. Yeah. But 24 Man. to 21 would be under. And you can see that both of those. Yeah. I can I'm going to say under. You're going to say under. I'm going to say under. I got to stick with under. I said the other day I thought it could be a 10 to 7. Yeah. Game. I, I know that's ridiculous. It could be something in the 1912 area that they last like game. It's going to be was. a lot like that Cowboy 49er yeah, game. Those I agree. Are two really good defenses. The Eagles had the best defense, what, against the pass this year? Yeah. yeah the Niners very good. had the best against the run. And both teams are going to grind it out. I think the clock's going to be running a little bit. Oh, there's the no running games. There's no doubt. They're, they're both going to be chewing up clock. So that's that just leads me to bet under, which is why it'll be 38 to 39. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I'm tempted to go over, but I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be under. The Bengals and the Chiefs are a little bit higher. Over, under. Wait a second. Before you get to that game, I have a quick oh, stat. If you're, betting, if you're actually betting the 49er Eagle game, 
Uh, not only the Niners won 12 games in a row, they have covered 10 of the 12. Also, Kyle Shanahan, 7-1 and one against the spread in his playoff career. Wow, that's good. So that's something to think about if you're uh, See, shooting for the 49ers. I don't really know how to how to like look through that stat that you just gave me because it really doesn't it have doesn't really to pertain do with to this game you're absolutely right you can win 12 games in a row and still lose the 13th game yeah but those, just because uh, you've won 12 doesn't mean you're going but to like win kyle shanahan against the spread like that I, I guess it's, i guess it's a good stat to know but it does it really have any difference on on the to game some gamblers it does okay to right. some, it does. I have a better thing for the AFC. Okay, for the Bengals and the Chiefs, it's over under 48 points. I'm up first. I feel like this is going to be a shootout. I'm going over. Chris. That seems to be, what would you say, 48? It's only two, one and a half points more than yeah. the, the other game. I know. So, nice 31 job on to the 28 would be 49. <laughs> I could do some math to, No, 31 to 28 would be 59, Chris. Thank you. Um, I'll go over. This just seems like it's going over. But... You know, it seems obvious that it's going to go over. These teams always play over for that for these totals. Boop, I'll over. take over. You know what's going to happen is the games are going to flip flop, and Probably. the 49ers yeah. and the Eagles yeah. are going to be over, and the other ones going to be. None under. of us will be surprised. Nope. All right. So I went to. Wait, I got my stats. Oh, from that I game. keep forgetting. Yes. Sorry, I got sorry, my stats from the uh, Chiefs game. Here's an interesting way of looking at this. If you are really a kind of an you know really big time into into betting, I thought this was interesting. Uh, one of the experts from ESPN they had they they asked six gambling experts who to pick in both games. The Eagles 49ers it came out four to two in favor of the Eagles, so there was support for both sides. Okay. In this game, the AFC game it was five nothing in favor of the Bengals. Wow. The sixth guy said that he would like to bet on the look ahead line for the Super Bowl. I don't even know. I've never heard of a look ahead line. But here's what it is. You could bet right now on the Super Bowl, and if the Chiefs were playing the Eagles, you would get one point Yeah, if you're the Chiefs. And if they're playing the 49ers, it would be an even bet. So you can bet on the Chiefs in both of those scenarios for the Super Bowl. Here's this guy's thinking. If the Chiefs lose to the Bengals, you get your money back because there's no bet. Okay. If the Chiefs beat the Bengals, it's likely because Patrick Mahomes is pretty healthy. Right. And he'll be healthy again for the Super Bowl. And now you'll have him with Without, a great spread. Right. 100%. That's a, I thought that, that was a really that, interesting That point. is interesting. Is so, it, so he's not betting on the Chiefs-Bengals game. He's betting on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. But and he'll get, get, he'll get better Bowl, odds. If he, but if they don't get to the Super Bowl, he doesn't lose. If they do get to the Super Bowl, now he's got better odds. I thought that was an interesting point. That is that Pass is along to you out there. That is some critical that's, thinking. That's, right a, that's, thinking. A, that's, yeah. a, that's a gambler's thing right oh, yeah. there, boy. Yeah, that's, that's really going out there. So <laughs> he's there like, go. his hair's You're all deep. messed up. Yeah. He's like, if the Chiefs, I got it. If the Chiefs beat the Bengals <laughs> and make the Super Bowl, it's going to be because Patrick Mahomes is pretty healthy. Then he's going to have two more weeks to get healthier. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's right. Guy's thinking. It's a week off before the Super Bowl. Right. Um, anyway, go ahead. No, no, that's, that was a good go. one right there. All right. Plus, so I went to DraftKings Sportsbook and I looked at some of the parlays that are popular in uh, being bet right now. Plus five fifty for three leg parlay. Christian McCaffrey touchdown anytime touchdown. Christian McCaffrey sixty five plus rushing yards. Debo Samuel fifty five plus receiving. That ain't yards. happening. 
Okay, we, we know what's how not happening. Be. That's a no for me. The what, what's not the happening? Any the, of those the par, things? I mean, all three of them aren't happening. Wow. You don't saying. think Chris McCaffrey's going to score a touchdown? No, I'm saying in order to win the parlay, all three have to happen, right? right? Which is your least likely to happen? Ooh, it's. I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey's alternate rush, 65 rushing yards. I would agree. I would, I would agree, agree with that. I think he'll, I do think he's going to get a touchdown. I think he's going to get a touchdown, too. But I don't Debo think all three of those teams. 55 yards. Was McCaffrey going to rush for 70? I don't see it. I feel like Debo's going to have more rushing yards than receiving yards, so I'm going to say it doesn't happen here for this Debo's going to have more rushing I think he's going to have more receiving yards. yards. No. Well, they have the 16th worst rush defense in the NFL, the Eagles they do. They only hand off to Debo three times a game. It's the playoffs now. This is when Debo wants the ball. Dude, uh, if you if you are handing the ball more to Debo than you are Christian McCaffrey, you deserve to lose the game. I think maybe Debo has a couple like 20-yard runs or something like that, and uh, that's how he racks up three. Now you're starting to dream. <laughs> he's done that now before. To he can dream. easily get three. Yeah, yeah, he's going to get three or four 20-yard <laughs> runs. Get out of here. Maybe two. Maybe two. He said three or four. God. Just running through the running red free sea. In the secondary. Boom. Well, they are going to part the sea for him. Uh, so. okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Here's there you go. Another and one. more 49er <laughs> bias. bias that we have to deal with. Bang, bang, Niner guy. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, the next one, plus 425, and this is both teams, over 46.5 total points is what we said. Uh, we we just bet against that earlier. Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. That's the parlay. Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but I'm over forty six and a half. Yeah, I'm so, betting under the yeah, points. Yeah, so we all say no on this because we bet under on the points. But, but I think Jalen Hurts and McCaffrey are yep. both going to score a touchdown. I agree with that. All right, uh, the next one is going to go to the AFC Championship, and it's going to be a mixed team parlay. This one's plus yes. four hundred. Tony's already saying yes. Over forty eight and a half points. Travis Kelsey touchdown. Jamar Chase touchdown. I'm saying yes. Tony's saying yes. Chris is saying why not? Yes. Travis Kelsey's the easiest. <laughs> he to call really is. I mean, he just gets I mean, they, just, I mean they, they flip the coin and they give him a touchdown. They might so, as well. He's just unbelievable. This there, there, isn't, there isn't a matchup for him. No, like even no. when he's covered, he's open. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. But Chris made a, a good. Chris, you made me think about this a lot about last night. Mahomes not about being able to scrambling. He does do that. He does do the little pitch forward, and then I, Kelsey takes it for fifty I, yards. I think we overstate the scrambling thing of Mahomes. I think the last two years he's he's done more of it. But I think his first couple seasons in the league, he made his home sitting in that pocket and just. He made it his Mahomes. He made his <laughs> Mahomes. I didn't use that, but that's good scrape. Uh, all right, last bet. This one is the most unlikely one, plus 1,700 for the uh, AFC Championship. Over 48.5 points. We're all in on that. Travis Kelsey touchdown. We're all in on that. Isaiah Pacheco touchdown. A Jamar Chase touchdown. We're all in on Joe Mixon touchdown. The only thing here for me. It's 28 total points right there. You need all five oh, of those. I mean, with, as, long as, it, as long as the extra point. You uh, need happens. all five for plus 1,700. The only thing, I, I guess, would be Pacheco scoring a touchdown because we probably, I mean, and Joe Mixon, you don't know, but he's he's fired up about this game. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say it doesn't happen. Me too. Chris? All right, I'll go on on a limb. All I mean, right. What difference does it make? I'm not going to really bet it. Well, so. your pride. 
My pride? I'll never let you forget it. Never? Never. All right, then I've, I'm going to say no, then. <laughs> nope. Already made your bet. Uh, I'm already... <laughs> already made your bet. Locked like, in. Are you going to be like a... Tony and step back in front of the line? Well, that's a question <laughs> I would have uh, to gamblers out there, and I, I think I know the answer to this, but if you walk up and go, I'll take the Bengals plus... You know, one point. I think until you hand your money off, it doesn't. You hand your money, they print the ticket. Oh, you yeah, turn no. around, you walk away, you go. Now nah, your bet's made. It's, no way. <laughs> bet's made. No way. They're, they're, you don't leave the guy's view. Nope. Doesn't matter. Too late. I, too late. I, I mean, I guess it. if he could be, if he wanted to be a nice guy or a He'd nice woman, he or ever, she could yeah. do it. But. This is Chris walking away from the betting window. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think I want to bet the rent on this game. Can I get it back, please? Oh, no, yeah, that's, oh. that's a, probably a pretty sickening feeling if yeah. you have that whole situation pop yeah, up. Hopefully that won't happen. All right, let's step away. Let's get to break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about this NBA All-Star, the NBA All-Star starters that were announced yesterday. Some pretty big snubs. We'll get into it when we return. More Gwen and Chris. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Right, welcome back to the program. 323 is the time. Sam Ryder continues to lead John Rahm by two strokes. 12 under for Ryder. That's what he started the day at. Rahm started the day at four under. He is a remarkable six under through 16 holes today on the south course, Scraby, right? Yeah. They're all playing yeah. the south course. For the now. rest of the tournament, yeah. So he's on his way to shooting a 66, something like that. Come that's on. incredible. He's actually got a birdie putt on 17 that'll probably drain O. These guys are, uh, they. we've said this before, they are really, really I think good. their tagline years ago was, these guys, <laughs> these guys are, are really that good. That was a great tagline. Do you remember the commercial with Phil Mickelson yes. standing on an NBA court and chipping the ball from one end of the court through the hoop I do. at the other end? I do. It was a great uh, campaign. It was yeah. a hell of a campaign. John the, Rom- the fact that that was a while ago, the fact that we still, still remember, remember it yeah, tells they, you how good it was. They should go back to They it. should. That would be a good campaign to go back to. They're saying I was listening to the broadcast and they were saying that John Rahm has calmed down a little bit and he's not so angry anymore and he 
Just missed the birdie putt. He should be angry about that. He just thought about a 60-foot putt, missed it by a half a foot. Old John Rahm may have thrown that club into the ocean. My goodness. New John Rahm is not doing that. What a putt that was. All right, so he's still two shots down, a few holes to go in round three of the uh, Farmers. NBA uh, starters have been announced for the All-Star game. Tony, this was a uh, an absolute given that this year, of all years, there'd have to be some snubs. There just had to be. There's too many all-stars playing in the NBA right now. That's the now. thing, and the snub is such a strong word, right? Because that means you'd have to be able to remove somebody off who had got on clearly and replace them with somebody. Yeah. And to your point, it's not really that easy. No. The, uh, the captains, once again, for about the umpteenth year in a row – are LeBron James for the West, Giannis Antetokounmpo for the East. Those are the lead vote getter, so, getters right. in each conference. So they will eventually pick the rosters. But the Eastern Conference starters, I mean, how can, you're not going to complain about any of these guys, but wait until you tell me who's not when I tell you who's not in here. Here's the East, Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant. All he is is one of the top 12 players of all time. Probably higher. Oh, yeah, of all time, for of sure. Time. Yeah. Jason Tatum, who's probably the MVP frontrunner. Yep. Donovan Mitchell, who, if Scraby is paying attention, will get a highlight here. He's not paying attention. Not bad. Anytime you say I have keywords, I'm like a robot. I'm like, we're up. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, I, I, I didn't know you were I'm a robot, he said. I mean, I, I just took my break. What are you doing? I've never seen anyone ever do that. And the other starter on the Eastern Conference is probably the one that I would remove if I had to remove somebody, but Kyrie Irving. I'm a little surprised at how popular he still is after all of the controversy that he's been involved in and embroiled in. I mean, if you're Kyrie Irving, Tony, and everybody's telling you, first of all, you're a little bit of a kook, you still think the world is flat, you won't get vaccinated, you sat out most of a season, you're not a good teammate... All of the things that are controversial about Kyrie Irving. And then he looks at this and goes, yeah, well, seems like people kind of like me. I mean, I get voted onto the All-Star team. And it's also um, it's also a reminder of how quick we move on from yeah, things, right? That's right. I, I mean, that's right. It, the, the thing that was the most egregious was that he posted some uh, anti-Semitic things on his page. Whether he agreed with it or not is irrelevant. He posted it, so we everybody assumed he did. Uh, and he had to go through what he had to go through. He lost Nike. He had to go through a kind of a, an, a, he had to apologize and be remorseful and all that. And he's done it to this point. Right. Uh, but it just, you know. You're these, right, though. The these, fans have forgotten. They they move on. And uh, it's fortunately for him, he's, I, I think the, the, the irony in all of it is that the thing that has allowed people to move on is that he just got back to playing basketball and Doing what he's and really he, good and he at was quiet about right, it. Just right, played just and played. Let, his, let his play do the talking. But the but the guy to your point, the guy who gets left off of this, and this goes back to a conversation you and I had maybe a couple years ago when they decided to remove the center off of the ballot. Right, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving. The guy who got left off was Joel Embiid. That's because none of the guys that made it are centers. That's right. That's Joel right. Joel Embiid is he, a center. He, he basically is lumped in with Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. And Jason Tatum. As you just went through the whole thing, Kevin Durant, maybe the top 12 player of all time, probably higher than that. Jason Tatum, probably the lead 
uh, MV, leading MVP guy. Yeah. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is the leading vote getter. So, I mean, how does who, who's, get in? who are you removing? Yeah, I, I can't really remove any of the three that are there, but Embiid is leading the league in scoring. I mean, he's shooting 53% from the field. Still shoots 34% from three, which isn't bad for a guy his size. No. his touch, uh, We talked about his touch for a seven-footer is insane. Butter. Yeah, so Embiid is the guy. That and that's got just the Eastern off. Conference, by that's the way. That's the East. Here's the West. Uh, LeBron James, of course, he's the captain. Jokic has to be there, and he is. Uh, Nikola Jokic, two-time defending MVP. Uh, Steph Curry, again, one of the top, top 12 players of in all the history time. of the sport. Luka Doncic, who would be right next to Tatum in the MVP valeting. And then the, the, the lagger, and it's not... You know, like he's lagging, he's just been hurt, is Zion Williamson. He's uh, voted into the starting lineup ahead of the two guys that I would consider instead of Zion would be John Morant or Dame Lillard. Right. And both of those guys are guards, right? And so yeah. here, here. So are, they'd have to beat out Curry or Doncic. And I mean, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? Not that they're not so. deserving of being. And, you know, the, the reality is. Uh, a lot. Some of these guys won't play. Zion Williamson probably won't play in the All Star game, so there's a chance there. Kevin Durant likely won't play in the All Star game, so maybe Joel Embiid gets in there. But it's just hard, as you said. This league is so talented with only five spots in a starting lineup, and you've already removed the center, right? So it makes it difficult. And in, th- in this case, in the Western Conference case, it wouldn't even matter if there was a center. It'd still be John Morant and Damian Lillard looking. On the outside looking in. I don't know how they're going to choose the entire rosters because there's just too many all-stars this year to fit into the amount of players that are going to be selected. I mean, I'm looking at the – There's I don't have a list of every NBA player in front of me, but what I do have in front of me is the top 50 scores, Tony. Jamal Murray on Denver. Would you consider him to be a pretty fair country scorer? Yes. He's 47th in the league in scoring. <laughs> There's 46 guys ahead of him. Clay Thompson is 38th in scoring. That's how many guys, and that's just a scoring category, and I know that's not the only stat in basketball, but, I mean, there's just so many amazing players right now. It's the league. I thought it was great in the 80s and 90s, you know, when Jordan was winning and beating Barkley and Ewing and... You know, and uh, I, I, Kevin Johnson and right, Phoenix right. and uh, Drexler in Portland and Magic and Worthy. But, I mean, you know, Stockton and Malone. But, I mean, the league right now, these guys are, I think, more talented than that. Just in general. I really do. I agree. They are They are phenomenally good. You're not even talking about like the CJ McCullens of the world who I know. are ridiculous in their own right, right? I mean, the league, as you said, it's it's as deep of a league in terms of talent. It feels like in that we've had in quite quite some time. I mean, there are there are. Let me just see here. Well, I mean, Sabonis of the Kings, yeah, he's is worthy of getting in uh, as a starter over Williamson, but yeah. There are 31 guys in the NBA. 30, I take it back. There are 33 players in the NBA right now that are shooting over 40% from three. That's that's 33 guys. That's ridiculous. Are shooting over 40%. 
That's kind of like the equivalent of what was it that one year where there was like 160 guys who hit 20 home runs or more in Major League Baseball, but the ball was altered at that point. These guys have just gotten better. At These shooting. guys just get stepping back. Are they gonna have to move the three point arc out? That has been again? a conversation. It has been a conversation. How and far he, is it now? Twenty five feet seven think inches. I think it's twenty five feet and some change. Yeah, I, it's you, way out there right now. The interesting thing is, if you moved it back, let's say two feet, how much would the game change? Because we already see guys taking threes well beyond where the twenty five seven For is. Steph Curry, it you doesn't move change it back to half court. <laughs> it wouldn't matter, and he'd still hit thirty percent. All right, the NBA, fantastic. That's Golfers. An, that's another one they should bring PGA back. PGA Tours. These guys are good. Yeah, some uh, some good ad campaigns that should come back. All right, we'll take a timeout. When we return, oh, countdown time. Get ready. It has to do with Scraby's all-time favorite sport. You won't want to miss that. I know he won't want to miss it. Gwen and Chris rolls on. John Cantera on the fan. Karen, thanks for hanging in there. Welcome to 97.3 The Fan. I just discovered this radio station actually this past summer, and my CD player and the other radio stations in my car are not getting much play anymore. From from the time the guys are on in the morning till Tony in the afternoon, I've been listening constantly, and it, it makes my day. It makes me smile, and I, you and Brayden do a great job. Love it. Listen to The John Cantera Show weekdays from 10 to 2 on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Three thirty-nine, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scraby, having some fun on this Friday afternoon. We have come to the countdown, and uh, Chris has been teasing it for most of the day. This has to do with Scraby's favorite sport. I don't know, uh, Scraby. Did you come up with this this thing? I did not. Actually, I came in. It was Chris's idea. Chris came My in idea and today. was like, "Do you have any ideas?" And I said, "For the first time in a long time, no." Okay, no idea. Keep you guys hanging any longer. We're going to do top five of our favorite golfers all time. Oh, there it is. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not our all time five favorite golf announcers. <laughs> That's just the Masters is there, music. Is there? Is there another? Um, golf? But wait, before we get in, I was getting. Uh, you know, maybe think of it. It was the the. The sounds we were hearing of golf, and I got an interesting DM last night that you guys were involved in, and it broke my heart. It really did. Scraby and Chris have been telling me for forever now that the football music we use has no keyboard in it. See, well, I didn't say it didn't. I just didn't see how it did. But it was confirmed, though, that oh, it confirmed. Uh, that it does not. I will tell you though that the theme that they sent. Was I don't believe it was the same one. I don't believe that was the NFL primetime theme. Ah. So the one that they sent definitely is uh, Nate sent it to us. Yes, it's the Monday Night Football theme. Oh, he different sent. one. See, yes. I didn't read it. See, that's what happens when you when you only skim. Yeah, that's not what we're using. But he said, Tony, please don't hate me. <laughs> he did say that. I was disappointed all last night. Now I feel like there's hope again that maybe. Yeah, this the NFL primetime. Is what that's we're... the music we use. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that Tony says has keyboard in it. It has Play a it keyboard. Up. Turn it up a little bit so the. Uh, you got to get to the can... part. Where's the keyboard, Tony? Yeah, where is it? I'll, I'll tell you. Start. I'll tell you. It's, it's, it's... Not yet. It's coming. Okay. Hang on. And it's taking forever. Right here. That you think is keyboard? Yes. That's like violins. 
You know, actually, I I I I I I I looked up some videos last night after we got that DM, and there's some wild stuff. There's stuff, stuff going that you can do with keyboards now. I'm telling you, yeah, you can make noises. Now maybe or... the original sound came from some type of string. It could have, yeah, but you know. You're saying Hope. that they put it on there with a keyboard. It's a, it's, you know, they have these keyboards that can pull in different sounds. But you can load sound And you can it. load onto your keyboard. Well, so that I agree with. Uh, so, yeah. you know, maybe that to your... That might be right. I, I, I digress. So we're back on our... We're talking about countdown. Before we do the <laughs> countdown, though, let's get to some traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Into the countdown. Uh, I just want to remind you guys you can log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3TheFanSD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena on March 3rd. You'll earn one entry for every hour you listen. Let's get to this countdown. As I said, top five of our favorite golfers. I'll go first. Number five. On this list. We'll start... With Chi-Chi Rodriguez. <laughs> I enjoyed so much watching Did him pull out the... Chi-Chi! Use the putter as a sword. He's yeah. fencing out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And awesome. then he used to uh, holster it at the end. Great showman. He was that a good showman. A good, yeah. He was like the... I mean, at the time, there weren't very many golfers that had no. any type of personality. No. He was well, definitely one Well, let's be honest. How many golfers now have a lot of personality <laughs> out there? Scraby, don't get mad. Look at him. He's rolling his eyes. No, I'm not going to say anything. How many of them, Jaw getting how tight many over there. do anything out there? Other than roll, walk over, pick up the ball out of the... They drop a, the they drop a few expletives. Uh, I would say that... Even if you're angry, that's showing personality. Yeah, sure. and a lot of golfers are angry these days. Chichi Rodriguez, that's impressive. He only finished better than top ten in a major one time in his entire career. Really, he was sixth in the U.S. Open, 1981. But yeah, he's a he's a lasting, lasting image of him uh, fencing with his uh, putter toward the. Uh, <laughs> I do love that. Juan Antonio Rodriguez. Nickname that was his that was, oh I didn't know that Juan Antonio yes Juan Anthony Juan right, Anthony number five. <laughs> All right, number five for me I just made a late change oh oh, oh wow late change. this just in everybody this just in I had Johnny Miller in oh, at yeah. number five all right all right all right I like Johnny Miller he was a guy that always was chasing Nicholas and Watson and yeah. all the guys that were just ahead of him in his era he did TV for a while he was time. really spectacular golfer he's a great TV guy but <laughs> this is mean. I just found out he went to BYU, so I'm dropping him <laughs> off the list. Sorry, Johnny. You're gone. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Hang That's not him. ridiculous. Hang with him, Cougar. That's not ridiculous. I'm replacing him with Brooks Kepka. Oh, my God. Your guy. Oh. Your steely-eyed, 
the steely-eyed intensity of Brooks Kepka. I've been was, rooting for him for like five straight years. Maybe part of it is because of our arguments all the time about him, Scooby. But <laughs> I found myself always rooting for Brooks Kepka lately. So I'm going to put him in at number five. You know who we haven't heard from in a long time? Brooks Kepka. No, we haven't. Where he's is with he? the Live. Isn't yeah, he? he's wasting away with the Live golf. He got he paid went to the though. Live? He yeah. did. Remember when he, he was all defensive when they were asking him about they, it yeah, the week they were, before? Yeah, they were asking him. About, I believe the U.S. Open, and he said, hey "Guys, like, I just want to play. I just want to play. I just want to play." And then the day after, he goes live. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go back to Johnny Miller then. Oh, <laughs> hell! <laughs> so a BYU man on your list? Yeah, I'm going to put Johnny on there. I'm Welcome gonna, back, I'm not going to hold the Cougars against him. Uh, my number five is someone that I didn't really get to see in his prime, but I've seen so many old tournaments of Seve Ballesteros. He was awesome. He used to take all the different like uh, risks that normal golfers back in those days didn't take. He was brash. He was a guy who would call you out for for a rule cha- a rule violation, even if you didn't commit the rule violation. He would like. There's a famous thing in the Ryder Cup where. You're supposed to use the same ball if you have uh, like a, an event where you're doing um, best ball or uh, not best ball alternate shot where one guy hits and then the other guy hits. Well, there was a ball that didn't look like the ball that they hit off the tee, so Seve made this big deal and Seve got, wasn't under, having it. got under every American skin on that Ryder Cup team. But Seve was awesome. He unfortunately passed away from a brain tumor in 2007. No kidding, man. Yeah. 54 years old. I did not know until I just looked him up that he had passed away. Yeah, if you would have asked me Seve Ballesteros, I would have said, oh, yeah, he's alive. Yeah. So I did not know. He was a five-time master or major winner. Yeah, he was great. Seve Ballesteros. Look up some of his antics. It's hilarious. Number four. Number four on my list. Uh, I don't know why I think I enjoyed him. I think because... Uh, at a time where it seemed like uh, Tiger wasn't very close to very many, he seemed to be close to Fred Couples. Oh yeah! That, oh, boom boom! I, I, I like. I, I don't know why Fred Couples was one of those dudes who just seemed like I never met him. He just seemed like he was just a nice dude, like just a, a regular dude that just enjoyed golf. He enjoyed himself every time he seemed like he was on the. That's a good one. On the, like on the a, course. He looked like a mattress salesman. Out there. <laughs> a mattress salesman? Just a normal guy. What does a mattress salesman I don't know look like? A normal like? guy. I, that's <laughs> all I can come up with. That was that's interesting. <laughs> Six, he's won 64 professional yeah, tournaments. Not bad. Not bad. Won, won the 92 Masters. Won the 92 Masters. He really had one of the most smooth swings he did. you'll ever see. Ever. I like Fred Couples. Number four for me is Tiger. I won't say much more. Uh, he was much higher early in his career for me. He's run away probably number one for the longest time, but after all of his issues, uh, slid four spots, three spots to number four. But yeah, my, I, I still love him. I just gotta say, my list is all about golfers that I watched on the golf course. I had to look past all of their transgressions. All right. Transgressions. There you go. Off the course. My number four though is. Phil Mickelson. Oh, man. Oh, the well, SD. That's why you said that. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know. I did, I did give you the disclaimer. But Phil Mickelson obviously was chasing Tiger all the time. He was the only guy who made things interesting for a while. And I love when Phil would go for it and Bones wouldn't want him to. And they have, like, the mic'd up. And Phil's like... I'm going to do it. And Bones will be like, no, I don't want you to do this. And then Phil goes, I'm doing it anyway. Well, and then that he was hits the famous it. one in the U.S. Open. The yes. Blew the, blew the U.S. Open uh, in yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Beth Phil Page Mickelson, Black. 
He he can he he can do it all. He can hit the ball backwards off of a hill if he wants to. He just does everything. He is he was he's always been uber talented. Yeah, uber talented. Yeah. Uber talented. Number three, John Daly. Yes. John Daly reminds me of a 1980s early 90s baseball player. Like he, he just, totally just yeah, he just didn't doesn't play by any of the rules that he's supposed to in terms of etiquette. He's just him. Mullet and all. And mullet and all. Like he just he's living his best life. It, it looks like he looks like he plays golf like uh baseball players do when they get an off day and they go play. You know, they got <laughs> they got a few beers, yeah, yeah. they're on the cart, they cigar. got cigar, they're just having they're just living their best life. Yeah. I've always appreciated that about John Day. He's why he's number three on my list. Uh number three for me is a guy by the name of Calvin Pete. Uh, probably a little bit before both your time. Uh, he played from 19, uh, in the 70s and 80s. Mm. He won uh, 12 times on the PGA Tour, never won a major. He was one of the only African-American golfers on tour uh, Okay, that's why I know his name. And the thing with Calvin Pete that I always enjoyed, Scraby, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you backswing mm-hmm. as a right-handed golfer, you're supposed to keep your left arm and elbow pretty straight. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Calvin Pete because of some birth deformity, or not deformity, but birth issue, could not straighten his left arm. Mm. So he had to do some crazy finagling on his swing. And, man, he was smooth out there. Great athlete. uh, Fantastic golfer. Passed away in 2015. But as a kid, I always rooted for Calvin Pete. I was wondering if he was the um, golfer recently that was honored at the Masters. Well, Lee Elder was definitely. Oh, Lee honored. Elder! Yeah, yes. Lee Elder okay. was the first African American yes. to play in the. That's Raptors. who it was. But, but I, I was a Calvin Pete fan as a young kid. All right, my number three, probably. I mean, he should be the number one on everybody's list. He's the Godfather of golf, and that's Arnold Palmer. Oh, he's got a drink named after him he's too. He's got a drink named after him. He's got a brand <laughs> named after him. He's got a tournament named after him. If Arnold Palmer does not play golf, golf is not where it is today because he was the first superstar. One thing I also found very cool about Arnold Palmer is that sometimes he would fly his own plane to the tournaments, and I thought that was awesome. That's so, dangerous. Uh, Arnold Palmer is number That's three. a good call, Scraby. Thanks. Golf would not be where it is without him. That's number two. Excellent point. Great job, Scraby. Thanks. Uh, what should I say here? Number two. I don't know. Lee Trevino. <laughs> ah, awesome. Number, number two on my list. Uh, master, top ten finish in, in the Masters in 75 and 85. PGA Championship won it in 74 and 84. Won the U.S. Open in 68 and 71. Also the Open Championship in, in 71 and 72. I Another dude who just seemed like he was enjoying himself. Every you gotta read. You got to read more stories about Lee Trevino to even appreciate him even more, Tony. He used to challenge people to a round of golf, bet them that he could beat them with a Coke oh, yeah. bottle. Yeah. Throw the ball up in the air and hit it with a Coke bottle. Yeah. And <laughs> beat, beat them. them. <laughs> and let them use clubs. Which doesn't really help <laughs> his <laughs> golf ability. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm just saying, Lee Trevino was a he was a swashbuckler. Buckland Hustler. Wasn't he? He was struck by lightning, right? Yes, well, he was. Well, he was the one that said his strategy was to hold up a two iron over his head. 
because even God couldn't hit a two iron. Yes, that's and how it, we would avoid getting struck by lightning. <laughs> Maybe it was a one iron, but it was the same line. No, I think you're right. Yeah, Lee it Vino. was a one iron. Yeah, yeah. Another dude just seemed like he enjoyed himself oh, yeah. on, on the course, and he had some great cameos in Happy Gilmore. He did. Grizzly Adams did. Have a beer. <laughs> I'm going to throw you guys off on my number two selection, wow. Annika Sorenstam. Oh no, I, I thought that's about a good her. one. I thought about her. That's I a really Annika. good one. She dominated in women's golf for at least 15 years. Eight-time Player of the Year. She so. was basically the equivalent of, of Tiger she on the women's side. On the oh, she side, most yeah. definitely was. And I remember when she crossed over and played yep. the men's tournament. Yep. I think it was in Dallas. It was. And it was she played her butt off, but she could not keep up with these guys. There was a documentary recently. It was another recently. level that she couldn't quite get to, unbelievably so. There was, an, there was like a documentary because the anniversary came up, and they were talking to the guys that were in their inner group, and they were no-name guys. And since she was paired with them, immediately all the sponsors started. Decking him out in gear and signing him to two-year like uh, apparel deals because they oh, were playing with her. They were going to get all the TV time for the first two days of the tournament. Good for them. Yeah, um, that's a great call. Chris. That is. That is. I thought about her long and hard, but I'm not going to lie. I couldn't it. remember her name. That's why I didn't go. <laughs> Michelle Wee also. Michelle. I mean, yeah. Michelle Wee. She didn't product. have the she greatest career, career, but she was. Uh, she also fun. really. St- I mean, she's just she retired, right? Yeah. yeah. She retired. Yeah. It seemed like as she was starting to. She was starting to get, get better. better. Yeah. Uh, my number two, Rory McIlroy. I don't need to explain. <laughs> number one. He's just the, the, the way that his swing. Don't is, explain. You just said you're, not <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Scravy tried to try to. <laughs> I did. He tried to drop the mic there, and I it did. didn't work. It didn't. Uh, number one on my list. It's already been mentioned once. Eldrick. Tiger mm-hmm. Woods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah. Chris? That is a mic drop. Uh, my number one is Jack. Jack Just, Nicholas. Yeah, Jack Nicholas will go number one for me. So my number one. Tiger? Yeah, Tiger. Um, I've seen his Toy Pines 2008 US Open putt. That's the most it. remarkable tournament yeah. ever, though. I oh, gotta yeah. say that. Oh, yeah. Although Jack's comeback at the 86 Masters. To win his last major at the age forty six, yeah, one of the most incredible feats you've ever seen. The back nine he played there was spectacular, amazing. And on the sixteenth hole, his drive on the par three was heading right toward the pin, and his son was his caddy. And his son said, "Be the club." <laughs> and Jack Nicholas looked at him and said. It is. <laughs> That's so I, uh, right next to the pin. One of these days, we ought to do a top five of golfers we don't like. Our five I, least I, favorite I, I, golfers. I'll tell you what, Greg Norman at one time would have been on my top five I, I list. I saw him, yeah, but there's no plenty longer. on my list. I need a top 20. <laughs> More Gwyneth Chris Elderway. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 